This is WCNY's The Capitol Press Room, and we're turning our attention to guidance released in September by the state designed to help New Yorkers navigate the ins and outs of buying an over-the-counter hearing aid. To discuss the guidance, we're joined by David Mossberg, a supervising attorney with the State Department of State, which released the guidance. Welcome to the show, David. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. So the state guidance appears to be born out of changes to the types of hearing aids that adults with mild or moderate hearing loss can purchase over the counter now. Can you explain how the marketplace has evolved in recent years as a result of uh, federal rule changes? Sure. Um, So historically, hearing aid devices had always been heavily regulated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. And so they had established the criteria by which consumers could actually purchase these products, which would often entail having the consumer go and get a hearing test and and seeing a licensed professional who would actually be able to prescribe and sell the, the device, which requires fittings and testings and it has seen, been seen in the past as sort of a hindrance um, for people to get hearing aids. Several years ago, the FDA had been working on trying to ease those burdens for consumers by creating a whole new type of device that they've identified and call an over-the-counter hearing aid. Um, and so based on new federal regulations, um, that's why we issued the guidance that we did to help explain sort of the differences to the New York consumer when they're trying to address their hearing loss. Well, yeah. What do you hope to accomplish with the state guidelines? Is it about helping people choose whether an over-the-counter purchase is the right way for them or or just to help them navigate the -the over-the-counter purchasing process? I I think it's really just to help them navigate the -the over-the-counter hearing aid purchase process. You know, a hearing aid is, is sort of an intimate product. Um, and so obviously we wouldn't want to be telling people to purchase one device over another, but it was really uh, an effort to explain and to inf- educate consumers that there's really two different things out there that might be useful for them. And it's really to educate them so that they can make the best uh, decision for themselves. And what are some of the areas that you highlight in the guidance in order to differentiate uh, between the process of an over-the-counter hearing aid experience and getting a professionally fitted hearing aid? Well, I mean, one of the big differences is that an over-the-counter is really sort of a self-service type product, whereas if you are the an individual that suffers greater than mild hearing loss and and you need to see a professional to do the the exam and the testing and the fitting and the the modification of the device that would be something that would potentially be better suited for a traditional prescription type device rather than the -the over-the-counter because this is a new process uh, we're entering with over-the-counter hearing aid purchases what went into creating this guidance? Well, so obviously a lot of what we did was reviewing the FDA's published materials. Um, so what they do, like you know, we do in New York with regulations is they publish a proposed rule um, and then they have a public comment period. And then after the public comment period is over and they've analyzed the, the comments that came in, they'll 
explain that all in sort of their uh, notice of adoption. And so obviously we looked at a lot of the FDA's comments or how they addressed the public comments before they made the rule final. And then we also worked with some members of, um, you know, our, our hearing aid board and ad- advocacy groups just to make sure that we hit on the things that were important to the, the consumer. Um, another thing that we did that we thought was uh, really helpful was that we partnered actually with the Division of Consumer Protection, which is also part of our office. So it was nice to work with our colleagues <laughs> to create this document. Well, aside from issuing this guidance, does the State Department of State have any role in regulating the sale of over-the-counter hearing aids, or does this guidance sort of represent the full extent of your involvement with something like this? Over-the-counter hearing aids are not a product that can really be uh, heavily regulated by the states. Um, And that was sort of by design uh, through the federal law and the regulations. Um, So there's a a preemption issue. We don't really are are not going to be able to to regulate these devices. Um, And so this is really sort of the scope of it. I imagine, though, that the sale of hearing aids can kind of come under some of the same general consumer protections that other items just purchased in New York might, though, right? Absolutely. Um, And so that's actually one of the things that the FDA noted in the public comments when they adopted the rule, which is to say that, you know, a general consumer protection uh, type rule would not be preempted under their uh, final adopted rule. So, for example, like a a state rule that spoke to warranties or uh, reasonable return periods, um, those would not be preempted. And so in New York, you know, absent a specific return policy by the the store that the -the over-the-counter aid is being purchased, if the store, for example, doesn't post their specific return policy, the general default would be that there would be a 30-day return policy. And if people want to get their hands on the guidance that we're talking about or just want to learn more about purchasing over-the-counter hearing aids, do you have any recommendations for them? Should they be going to the Department of State website? Should they be thinking more federal and go to the Food and Drug Administration's website? What advice would you have for them? I mean, the first thing I would say is certainly check out the Department of State's website. Um, you know, as I said, we worked with our Division of Consumer Protection and uh, advocacy groups on uh, hearing loss. Um, so we think that we've created sort of a very helpful uh, product for at least people to start with. And then obviously, you know, you could certainly check out the FDA's website as well. Um, there's a lot of good information in there. And the Department of State website for listeners is dos.ny.gov. That website, again, is dos.ny.gov, where you can find really a treasure trove of information even beyond hearing aids. Well, finally, David, I'm curious, as someone who's been probably living and breathing this issue for a bit, do you find yourself taking your work home with you at all now? Are you talking to like older people? Hey, you know, FYI, you can get a hearing aid over the counter now, or do you try to save it all for the office? You know, it's one of those things that I do bring home only because, you know, I see 
so many actually different people with hearing aids. And I'm always thinking like, is that the over the counter one or is that, you know, a, a pers traditional prescriptive device? So it's, it's just, they're sort of ubiquitous out here. now. like everyone, you know, I think is recognizing the need for, you know, hearing health and, you know, they're, they're reaching them. And so it's something that I see. And so unfortunately it's something I uh, bring home and I uh, bore people with, with uh, useless knowledge sometimes, I think. <laughs> Are you bold enough to ask people where they get hearing aids or do you just quietly wonder to yourself? Uh, you know, sometimes I do ask um, just because I think it's interesting. And, you know, I get to inquire about like the different technologies used in the device. Um, you know, some have a lot of fancy bells and whistles <laughs> and others are more sort of uh, the plane. So it's always interesting to learn more about, you know, what the actual consumer is buying. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. We've been speaking with David Mossberg. He's a supervising attorney with the State Department of State. David, thank you so much for making the time. And I can assure you, you did not bore me talking about hearing aids. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. Capital Press Room is provided by Destiny USA. Shopping, dining, and entertainment all in one location. For more information, go to www.destinyusa.com.